Hey guys, it's Melissa here. Today's episode is all about how to listen when you don't understand someone else's point of view and how you can really be a better human being. And really, I think we need so much of this in today's world. And so if you're struggling to understand something that maybe you don't necessarily agree with, today's episode is definitely for you. And really, it's just a great episode for listening and learning how to love others that maybe you don't even disagree with. So before we get started, here is a word from our sponsor today. Today's episode is sponsored by Beyond the Nest. Beyond the Nest is a company that was founded by two women who believed that growth-based location-independent retreats are for everyone. If you are looking to self-recalibrate, work on self-development, and just work on your own personal growth, then this is the opportunity for you. These retreats are done from luxurious locations, and you actually get to know the people you'll be on their treats with before you leave. Some of the personal development themes that will occur during these trips are manifestation and goal setting, and working from home, how to work from anywhere. These retreats are designed to meet you exactly where you are in your journey. And not only are these retreats designed to help with self-development, but you can also relax and unwind during them too. If you are ready for that next chapter in your life, that next adventure, then check out Beyond the Nest, where learning and adventure come together to make a beautiful partnership. And don't forget, as a listener of this podcast, if you mention the code AWAKEN or mention my podcast, you will receive 15% off when you check out. So go check out their upcoming trip to San Miguel in July and Greece in September. All right, so today's episode, I think, is something that we all really need to probably be better at, me included. We have been so divided as a nation recently, and I'm not going to get into politics, but what I'm going to talk about today is how to be a better human by being able to listen for understanding when we talk to people that we don't necessarily agree with. Because let's face it, you're going to have people in your life that you don't agree with, and there may be things in life that you don't necessarily understand Or maybe you don't agree with it, whether it comes down to politics or perhaps it comes down to people's lives, their personal lives. Maybe you don't understand things. But I feel like we have become so divided and things are so hateful lately. And that is really frustrating to watch as someone who is honestly, who is a light worker, who's come here to help unite people, not divide. So a lot of what's going on is disturbing. And if you're like me and you're an empath and you're very sensitive, you may be feeling the same way. You may be thinking, well, we're supposed to be uniting, not dividing. We're spreading love, not hate. And yet this is what is happening. We've got people who just really disagree on a lot of different levels. And the thing is, somewhere we learn that disagreeing means you have to hate the person you disagree with. And that's simply not true. It's not true. It's easier to do that. It's easier to just brush someone off and say, I hate that person because I don't agree with them. But that's not really what we're supposed to be doing. Honestly, conflict is a healthy thing. 
Because when we have conflict, we can reach resolutions and it helps us to learn and to grow. But somewhere along the line, we have been taught as a society that if we don't agree with someone, we just need to hate them or ignore them and never have a conversation with them. The thing is, it's frustrating. And I will admit, there are times when I've posted things on Facebook before where I thought it was a perfectly safe post and someone popped up just to disagree with me. And disagreeing is fine. I'm totally fine with having an open dialogue and conversation. But then the same person came back and spewed hateful things that didn't even have anything to do with what I was talking about. And it wasn't anything that was super political, at least in my opinion. But that was frustrating because I thought, okay, you're not even willing to listen. And the whole point of having a dialogue is you should be willing to listen and I should be willing to listen and we should be able to come to some sort of agreement. But again, as I stated in our society, there has become a problem, a rampant problem of if you don't agree with me, I'm going to pop up just on your site long enough to call you names and say mean things about you. And I don't know where we got to this point, but this is not what we're supposed to be doing. This isn't helpful at all. It's not helpful to attack someone else's character. There are a lot of people I don't agree with. And what I do is when I see their posts and they post something I don't agree with, I keep scrolling. Like, I don't stop to comment or say anything. We can do that. We can just ignore it. Or if I want to comment something, I don't comment anything mean. I say something constructive, which has a completely different tone. But I think there's a couple of things going on here that are really the problem. Number one, in written form, it's hard to tell what someone's tone really is. So it's super important that if you're going to comment on someone's page, you understand what your tone is. And again, it's hard to do in written content. The other thing that is also becoming a problem is that people feel because we're on social media, we're hiding behind our avatars, we can just post anything we want and there are no consequences whatsoever. And that's simply not the case. If you talk to anyone who's in HR, people will look at what you're posting on Facebook and they can use it against you. So it's really important that people be aware of that. And I think we're raising a whole society of people who don't understand that. And really what I want to get across today isn't about, oh, you're going to get fired if you post this. You know, that's on you. But what I want to really talk about today is that it's important to really listen for understanding and not rush to judge people. And I guess part of the reason that I really wanted to do that this month is this month is Pride Month. And I don't know if a lot of people know this, but it touches my family personally. I know family members who personally are out. And so, of course, I want to support them. And I've been seeing a lot of positive things on Facebook lately. I have, which is awesome. You know, and I don't care what you believe, whatever. I choose to support my family members. But I saw a Facebook post where a small bakery posted something positive, and I don't even remember what the post was. But then a bunch of customers called in and canceled their orders. And of course, it's their right to do that. But reading it, I didn't think that what this bakery posted was a bad thing. It just sounded like a positive, like, let's love everyone and support everyone. And so that's what they posted. And all of these people decided to cancel their orders because of that. But the amazing thing was then the community kind of 
wrapped around them and, and stepped up and, and came in and ordered from them because they had a bunch of cookie orders that got canceled. And so they were stuck with all of these leftover cookies. And the community was like, yeah, they showed up in droves to help support them. So this is kind of what I wanted to talk about was you don't have to agree with people. You know, I don't have to agree with people and I can still love them and support them. And I think that's where we're, we're having a really hard time in our society, really. Now, of course, there's things you don't want to support. Hate of any kind is really hard to support. But I think that we really need to get back to listening to one another because I think there's a lot of people who maybe are just misunderstood and we're making the situation worse by not really listening. And you know, one of the main needs that a human being has is to feel like they're heard. And so a lot of times I think what this really boils down to is people not being heard or being misunderstood. And you know how it feels when you're misunderstood. Let's say you said something to someone and they didn't take it the right way. And again, texting is really, really bad for that. If you don't watch how you text somebody, if you don't pay attention to how it might be taken, I mean, in most cases, it's not a big deal. But if you're texting something serious or you're having a conversation or you're having a discussion, let's say, and it's through text, there's a lot of things that can be misunderstood. So you have a couple of choices. If someone texts you something and it makes you angry, do you defend yourself? Do you correct them? Or do you just walk away? Because a lot of people, those are the three choices we have. A lot of people will just walk away and end the friendship or not talk to somebody simply because they misunderstood. And you know, if you said something that gets taken the wrong way, you may feel really badly or maybe you feel hurt because you were not understood and so you want to be able to get your point across. There's a really good skill that many of us seem to not have, and that is the skill of listening. Listening is nonverbal, so that means giving someone your full attention without speaking. And I think what happens and what becomes a big problem is that many of us don't listen for the act of simply listening, not speaking, and giving someone a chance to say what they need to say. Instead, they're listening for the purpose of coming up with a response. And this is natural. We do this. We want to come up with a very articulate and intelligent response to come back at that person with. But the problem is when we do that, we've already stopped listening to what the person really said. And the other person's probably getting that visual cue that they've, they're not listening to me. They're already like trying to form a response. And I can tell you that whenever I've been in an argument with someone and they do that, like I know they're not even listening. They're just trying to come up with a response that sounds better than whatever I just said. It's frustrating. Like you really get mad because you're like, I'm not being heard. And again, one of our basic needs is to feel like we're being heard. And so then you're angry and someone else says something and it makes you angry. And then you've got these emotional frequencies that are really, really high. And when that happens and you're very upset, you can't think logically. You can't be reasonable. You can't come to a middle ground. And that's the whole point of having conflict 
is the ability to resolve that conflict. Like that's a pretty good skill to have. And we need to be able to do that. But so many of us, and I've been there, I've been there many times where somebody said something I didn't like and I wanted to respond and I, I've had to learn how to hold my tongue and really listen because many times, as I said, we're not really listening to what they have to say. We're listening for the chance to come back with something that's smarter and better and faster and, you know, all those things. So we feel good about ourselves and we get our point across. But that doesn't do anything positive. So what are some ways that you can learn to be a better listener? And again, at the end of the day, you may walk away and still not agree with that person. You may still think their values are screwed up. And, you know, that's okay. And if it comes to a point that, you know, they're so messed up, I don't want to have anything to do with them, that's your choice. But if we have a little bit more love and compassion... I think that we can come to more agreements and put aside all of the hate that's going on because I can tell you that many years ago when I would see things happen in the news, I would form an opinion right away and it wasn't until I learned to actually listen and educate myself about what was going on. This is something that's interesting that I heard and I love it because I think it's so true. You can say, if someone's asking you your opinion about something, it's perfectly acceptable to say, I don't know enough information about that to have an opinion. Isn't that mind-blowing? But it's true. You can say that. And it's perfectly okay. You know, if someone's trying to talk to you about politics or something and you don't know anything about it, why would you start spewing an opinion? But a lot of people do that. And it's perfectly acceptable to say, I don't have an opinion about that because I don't know enough. I want to learn more about it in order for me to have an opinion. And it's so important for us to form opinions based on truth and facts. And I think a lot of people are not forming opinions based on on truth and facts. They're just forming opinions based on very skewed um, sources. And that's hard because the internet, oh my gosh, it bombards us with so much information and it becomes so super important to learn how to decipher what's real and what's not real, what's left-leaning, what's right-leaning, what's really just facts. A lot of media outlets have an agenda and they might skew information one direction or another. It's super, super important to figure out which sources you can actually trust Because there's so much misinformation that's out there now. And I say this because it's scary all of the things that I hear that are not true. That people are just reposting, reposting, reposting. And it's like, okay, you got to be a little bit discerning. We need to be discerning with everything. But it's really especially important to be discerning about where you're getting your information. How you're getting it. And that you're really looking at all of the points, you know. Sometimes you have to look at the other side too just to see what other people are hearing so that you get an accurate picture of what's going on. And we try to teach that in school. But, you know, for me, people my age in their 40s, we didn't really grow up with computers in school. We did in college, but not high school. We really didn't have them. And so it's important 
as adults, when we didn't get that education in school as to, and, and even if we did have back then, it wasn't like you had all of these news medias that just popped up that really aren't true news media. They're just sources out there. Like anyone can put anything on the internet. It doesn't mean it's true. And I know I'm shocking you right now. Uh, I think about that commercial where this guy, she's like, this is my French boyfriend. He's from France. And he's like, uh, yeah, bonjour. And it's funny because she met him on the internet and he just said he was from France. Well, that's true though. There's so much out there and you really have to protect yourself. And that's why I think this is so important because, you know, the universe is saying there's so much dividedness and divisiveness going on over things that are posted online. And we really need to be better about what we allow into our sphere, and what we take in, because there's a lot of misinformation out there. And so again, when you want to have a conversation with someone and you really don't understand them and you don't understand where they're coming from or what their point of view is, it's important to, number one, maintain some moderate levels of eye contact so they feel that you are listening because eye contact is extremely important. Don't stare them down. That's a little intimidating. Don't do that even if you want to. But maintain some moderate levels of eye contact. Use simple gestures to communicate so that it's you're encouraging them like, I'm listening. So sometimes you can say, uh-huh, yes, keep going, or yes, I, I hear you, or I understand what you're saying, and allowing them to just continue. And also, I think that it's really important to be silent in order to listen and to really take on what somebody is saying. I used to be really bad when I first started teaching at that wait time. We talk about this in education all the time, wait time. When I first started teaching, I would ask a kid a question and I would expect them to answer it in like five seconds or something. And I was so like anxious about giving them wait time because then there's just nothing happening. And But the truth is there's a lot happening. There's processing going on in the brain. And it didn't hit me until I took a seminar with um, someone who taught special ed and she was trying to get across the wait time component because she was saying students who are delayed or who have learning disabilities takes them much much longer to process and she to prove that point started rapid fire asking us questions and they were questions anyone should know the answer to like who's the 16th president of the united states and because of the way she was asking it I couldn't think of the answer. And then afterwards, I'm like, well, obviously I knew the answer to that question, but I couldn't think of it. I couldn't get the answer on my tongue fast enough. And she was trying to tell us that this is what it's like if you don't give that wait time. And the same is true in a conversation. If you're just rapidly coming back with responses and it's like quick, quick responses, you're not giving somebody any wait time to even think about or process what you said. So I really feel like a lot of times when we have disagreements, we haven't even had enough processing time. Like we're going back and forth so quickly. How do you even know what the other person meant? You haven't had time to process it. So being silent and giving someone uninterrupted time to talk, even if it's for a few minutes and not saying anything, is really a respectful way to listen and to truly listen, not just being silent and thinking about your shopping list for tomorrow, but 
being really silent and listening. There's really a deep understanding when you start to listen to people because Again, when our emotions take over, which it does if it's rapid fire, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, you don't really know what the person means because you haven't had that time to really think about it. And then the other person hasn't had a chance to reflect on what you've said, and it just becomes a shouting match, and there's nothing really meaningful happening. But reflecting means actually listening. And it's great sometimes to reflect back the person's own words to them to show that you are listening. So if someone says, you know, yeah, I I really struggle with X, Y, or Z, saying back to them, yeah, it sounds like you're really struggling with X, Y, or Z. And that sounds dumb. It sounds really simple, but it's effective and it works because it makes the person, number one, feel like you've really listen to them, and two, that they were heard. And that validates someone deep inside. And then now that's it's almost like, okay, you're on my side, not necessarily like you agree with me, but you're listening and it's safe for me to tell you what I think, which I think is important because a lot of people don't feel safe really being authentic and saying how they feel because they're afraid of the backlash that's going to come out. So part of it is feeling safe, like it's okay to be authentic and to say what you really feel and what you really mean. And that's really important too. Also, if you repeat back and you're not right, it gives a person a chance to correct you too. I always say do it word for word because then that helps us to connect with what the person's actually saying and feeling. But sometimes we interpret things. So someone might say, you know, I was really struggling with math. And then you might be like, oh, so you really hate math. And that wasn't what they said. They just said they were struggling. And it could have been just with that particular problem. And the point I'm trying to make is you do that interpretation. And sometimes we totally misinterpret what they said. So it's important to run back what the person said. Like, is, you know, if you said that, oh, you hate math. And they'll say, no, that's not what I said at all. Because we have the ability to do that. We have the ability sometimes to take our own meaning and add it to things someone else has said. Because we are two different people. We come from different backgrounds. And the the mistake that a lot of people make is they think that we all think exactly alike and we don't. A lot of people think that like, oh, the person next to me is going to think exactly what I was thinking. I'm sure we've learned more and more the past few years that that's not true. But... It's the fallacy that we all think everyone thinks like we do when that really is the farthest from the truth. Most people don't think like we do. So it's important for us to understand what people really do think and what they really do believe. And, you know, you can use a few words to really summarize what they said. But again, pay attention to how you're interpreting that because that's really important. And asking open-ended questions too. Like if you don't understand why someone feels the way they do. Perhaps you could even say that like, well, what makes you think that? Or why do you feel that way? And hearing their side, because there's usually always a reason, you know, if it's whatever it is, a political thing you don't agree with, they're coming from their own circumstances. And whether it's, you know, maybe that they have misinformation There's always a good reason somebody thinks the way they do. And you can't just assume, well, they're just stupid. 
It's not that. People, they have opinions for different reasons. They are formed because of people that they're around or the news they're reading or what they see or how they've grown up or religions they've been raised in, whatever. We all are shaped differently and we're shaped by many different things around us. So it's important to really understand where the person's coming from. Like, why would you have this belief? Like, where's this coming from? And really figuring it out. And like I said, at the end of the day, you may still not agree with them. But I think that that kind of a dialogue generates a lot more understanding and the ability to say, well, we don't agree on everything, but I still think that this was a meaningful conversation. And maybe, maybe... I learned a little more and that person learned a little more and we can kind of come a little bit closer to being meeting at the middle of the table, something like that, rather than what's happening now, which is just a complete breakdown of communication and people just shouting and screaming and not being reasonable, which is scary to watch from the sidelines, quite honestly. And so I hope that we can learn something from that. And I know that I talk to people who are like, I don't want to always have to be the bigger person. I know that you don't, but in like when you have a conversation like that and communicating in that way, it is possible that the other person sees how you're communicating and respectfully does the same. So it could really turn into something meaningful for both of you. And in any case, wasting your energy Arguing with someone is not really any any kind of energy well spent. So you can always choose to disengage. But I always say, try to listen. Try to have meaningful conversations. Try to make connections where you can. Because that's what's going to bring us closer together. And to cause everyone to learn more and to be more accepting and loving towards our entire human race. Because that is really the end goal. That's where we want to be. We want to not be so divided and we want to be able to come together more. And I think it's possible. I think we just need to learn how to communicate better. All right. So that was my soapbox for the day. I just felt like it really needed to be said. And I appreciate you listening. I wanted to um, pull a card for you today. And so the card that I pulled, not surprisingly is about forgiveness. This is from my Divine Whispers deck. And it is forgiveness is the greatest gift you can give. And perhaps you need to forgive people in your life who maybe haven't understood you. It doesn't mean that you have to have a relationship with them or maintain any kind of relationship. It simply means that you're willing to acknowledge that this person did things to you that you didn't like, caused you to feel a certain way, but you're willing to let go of the resentful feelings and the anger and the guilt or the shame or whatever goes along with it so that you can live a better life and feel better about yourself. And that is what forgiveness does. It makes us feel better, makes us feel lighter and freer. So the card says, is there someone in your life that you need to forgive today? Hurt is heavy and you need to let it go. When we hold on to feelings of hurt, betrayal, and resentment, it's like carrying a heavy weight around our backs. Not only is it physically burdensome, but it's also emotionally crippling as well. Harboring feelings of unforgiveness can even cause you to become physically sick. When we forgive others, we aren't telling them that what they did is okay. 
We are simply allowing ourselves to be free of the burden that we have been carrying around. In essence, it is a gift that we are giving ourselves. The other person doesn't even need to know that we have forgiven them. It's more about feeling better ourselves. You will also be cutting the energetic cord that ties you to this person or situation. In return, you will feel lighter and freer. So let go of the hurt today. And I can't tell you this enough, but I'm seeing so many clients come in to work with me who have been holding on to heavy emotional burdens and it's actually manifesting in physical problems in their bodies. So it's really super important that you let go of that stuff. I was watching a documentary, I think it was on Hulu, called Heal. And it talked all about how stress and unforgiveness, those are like the number one things that lead to physical illness in the body. And it's so super important that you let that go. And if you need help, you can always work with me. You can book a free discovery call with me on my website and we will spend 15 or 20 minutes or so. You can tell me everything that you'd like to work on and I can let you know what I can do to help you. And if we're a good fit, you can work with me and I will help you heal. I want everyone to be able to feel better. So there is a forgiveness prayer that goes with this card. I'm going to read it now and you can pray along with me if you want or you can just listen. But you're going to think of a person that you need to forgive. And you're going to mention this person when we do this prayer. Dear, put the name of the person you need to forgive. What you did caused me much hurt, anger, and fill in whatever emotion you need to hear. I forgive you because I choose to feel better. I am choosing to let go. Not because I believe that what you did was right, but because I want to release the feelings that are weighing me down. I release you and what you did along with those burdensome feelings. I send love to you and to myself. I ask Archangel Michael to cut the cords that bind you or what you did to me. I choose to feel better. Amen. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. I hope this was helpful. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. Leave me some stars on iTunes. And sharing this podcast with anyone you think might benefit is the greatest compliment you can pay me. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 630 Central on my Facebook page where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, I'll pull a card especially for you. You can still purchase my book, Beautifully Broken, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Goodreads. The audiobook is also available. All those links are in the show notes to this podcast. Also, if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you'll see all the services I offer, and you can book, purchase it directly from the website. When you want to schedule it, contact me either through email, text, or you can call me. And we will book your, your session. I want you to get the best available time slot you can that works for you. So I do that personally. I hope you guys have an amazing day from wherever you're listening. And as always, I am sending you so much love and light. I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.